Hello and welcome to AMO Kenzoku, episode 15, A Midsummer Season's Dream. Ooh, spooky or not, we don't know, it's just a dream. We are a group of four bubblegum crisis boomer otaku who want an excuse to talk about anime, manga, and any related subjects we find interesting. The Kenzoku are Sam. Hello. Nick. Hello. Mike. Hey, all. And myself, Dylan. Hello. This episode's being recorded on the 25th of August, 2022. Today, we are discussing the summer season 2022. Uh, we're doing kind of a mid-season review. We didn't do an early, and we're not maybe not doing an end. Who knows? We may pick up with some ones we particularly care about. Uh, so there might be some minor spoilers, but probably not. Nothing of, nothing of significant note here. So with that, I say Hashin. Uh, I don't think we have any corrections. I have a couple of asides before we kind of get going on this topic this week. And this is one that uh, came up and I was kind of curious what everyone else's opinions are. So I have a friend who is a 30s working software developer stuff, and he kind of just got into anime. He has a group of a small group of friends and they do like discord watching of uh, shows. I think they're watching uh, the the Ten- Tensuda, the time I got reincarnated as a slime show amongst amongst others. So they kind of like watch one. Um, and he's part of this group. And like the main host is some, you know, internet setup of the, I you type in anything and it'll download it to his 50 gigabyte or terabyte, not gigabyte, 50 terabyte server or whatever. And then they just like stream all the stuff off there and watch it for free. So like my question is like, should I be like mad that they're stealing stuff and not paying for a streaming service? Like, should I let it go? Like if they ask for recommendations, like should I feel bad about giving any sort of recommendations of anything or like try to coax him to buy something? Um, you know, it's like convince him that he can afford an annual subscription that costs less than what I paid for a single DVD back in 2000. <laughs> like, like literally, if you if you inflation adjust it, a currency roll subscription for a year is like it's basically about the same price as a DVD that you bought in 2000 when you were a poor ass college student with like three episodes on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of my. My question, and I'm I'm not I'm not sure where where to go. I get I get conflicted back and forth. Do you have a right to be angry? Sure, you do. I mean, you feel what you feel, and I assume that if he's a mid thirties software type, he makes at least a decent livable wage. So, yep, you can't really use the excuse of I can't afford to you know pay for this. So, anybody who says that, in my opinion, doesn't really have any legs to stand on for trying to justify it if they are openly basically saying yeah i'm a pirate and i pirate everything i don't bother trying to debate because that type of person will probably never purchase any sort of streaming service or you know let alone physical discs Uh, i worked with somebody like that and so i I just never turned it into an argument because he just pays basically pays for as little as he humanly can so if they're that type then you know there's no rationing with them if if this is a person who subscribes to streaming services otherwise, but for some reason doesn't want to do it for anime, then I think you can, you know, bring up the fact that there are 
more now more than one option right for anime streaming there's no fewer than what three or four now so well and frankly it's like oh if you already have netflix you already have a major streaming service you're paying for or if you have amazon prime you already have a ton of stuff there so um i mean i feel like all in this group all of us are of the opinion you should be paying for your anime in some capacity it's so cheap it's it's so it's unbelievably so cheap, now. cheap now i mean it's so affordable like it's yeah i mean you know we we definitely all spent pretty irrational amounts of money <laughs> in our oh, co- poor God, college days yes. <laughs> <laughs> on on our habit and you know we're not definitely not the norm but i mean just pay for your anime it's so easy to <laughs> Yeah, like I, I mean, I've I've kind of dealt with this with a f- friend here before, where, um, in, in this case, it was Shonen Jump. We were close enough that we were just able to mock him, and I don't want this to turn into a way to like feel, make people feel bad. But it's like, yeah, like Nick says, sometimes people just aren't gonna, no matter what, and there's no point. But I don't know. I think there's some value in trying to like convince people, like, hey, you know. These, this thing employs people. It's not like the people who make this stuff are rolling in dough, right? Like, these are just regular yeah. people, like exactly. that would probably make less money than them who run these businesses. Mm, incredibly like, likely. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. especially in these streaming companies, I would say just like any other like corporation, the the vast majority of wealth is being generated by like the C-suite people and you know any probably the shareholders right any any rank and file employees are probably not making you know incredibly great salaries especially like Crunchyroll's based on the NorCal right if I'm not mistaken yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah I, Santa, Santa Clara yeah cost of living is titanic up there so I would assume that any wage they're getting is even further diminished by the fact that they're in one of the highest cost of living areas uh in on planet earth honestly so yeah i mean you know i don't like guilt tripping people but if you can afford netflix you can afford any of the anime streaming services so you don't really have any justification to pirate if if that's what you're doing i mean yeah like pick one like pay for one like even then i'll like give them a bone right i don't expect you to subscribe to everything but i expect you to put forth an effort right like not spend the money to build a probably not cheap server and spend all the time to set it up to give you all this free stuff like i don't know yeah that's that's the thing too i'm like i'm like because my friend he's not the one who built the the super mega server thing you know with all of his dockers and everything else and like all this stuff it's clearly just like a random hobby thing but it feels like such a it just feels like such a juvenile thing. It's like, it's kind of cool that he's set up and like has all this stuff that does and goes and do, does all the things. I'm like, that's, that's cool. But it's like, yeah, you know, how, how much money do you put into building this hardware? Like putting that system together for just the hardware cost could easily be a couple thousand dollars, mm-hmm. like between the drives and, you know, just the hardware and the controller. And it sounds like he probably, he probably have some sort of like crazy raid controller in there too and everything. And it's like, all right, man, come on. Like, like, what are you doing? This isn't, this isn't, this isn't 2007. You, you know better than this now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to figure like if there's a good end, I, I think I kind of actually have one a little bit cause he's, uh, I think I, I said it at some point after he got really into, uh, 86. Um, mm-hmm. and so I pointed to him the, uh, 
the original novels, which are Yen Press all out in the US. And uh, I think he actually got him. He actually got me the first novel for uh, like a birthday present, which I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. So that's maybe nice. it's one of those things where I just kind of like pick something. All right, you know, okay. He's willing to start putting a couple bucks for and they'd be like, okay, maybe I just accept that. And, but it's just one of those problems. If he's like, oh, what show, what show should I watch? And I'm, I just kind of feel like, I don't want to tell you to watch anything. Cause I know you're just going to like steal it. And then I feel crappy that I did that, but maybe I should just let it go. And yeah, I feel like you should recommend stuff, right? Like keep him into it as otherwise, if he's watching, like, I don't know if we're playing like team anime versus like uh <laughs> team, uh, prestige television. Uh, and it's like, you know, you know, try and steer him towards team anime that there's some yeah. value in that. Cause like you say, there's yeah, like other that's merch. True. So. Yeah, that's true. I mean, this is this is always kind of a question that I I face myself. It is is it better to is it better for people to not you know watch anime at all and and contribute nothing to the anime economy, or is is them watching it at least got a potential to participate in it, even if they pirate the vast majority of it? I always wonder which is kind of the 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 better situation and i always lean towards the latter because if they're watching a lot of it illegally now it doesn't necessarily mean they'll do that forever and there's maybe a point where they one day be like hey you know what maybe i should buy something because i really did enjoy you know so even if they spent you know it takes you know hundreds of hours of pirated material to get them to eventually put money into it i feel like that's still a net win then, then you'll eventually get them to. Then they'll be like, "Hey, by the way, there's you can pre-order the Onimis Import 4K." Oh, I, was get wait, I was waiting for the food to be the first <laughs> to bring that one up. <laughs> I think there's a there's a whole episode I think on this uh, uh, sort of piracy topic for sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Mike, any any thoughts or experience with doing that sort of stuff? Because I know you have a you've done a lot of like kind of Discord shared viewing of stuff. Yeah, generally all stuff ripped from my DVD collection or a few things we watch from streaming services that we variously subscribe to, but very occasionally a pirate if it's something that just isn't obtainable otherwise, like ancient-ass, really obscure 80s OVAs, but... Iser 5. <laughs> for the most part, we're watching at least legit stuff from the person who's streaming it, and it's a small enough group that I figure, you know, it essentially counts as a private performance not a public one yeah and probably i would guess that anyone that's in your group mike is also someone who has spent probably a king's ransom on stuff throughout their their life on certain things yeah yeah so all right also i guess i'll try to let it go keep him in there and let him let him choose to select his way in the other the other thing which maybe maybe it actually would let me go is that they primarily watch dubs because the guy that hosts it prefers to watch stuff that way so maybe i should then just you know try to keep my snobbery down to a minimum and still just point him to good stuff that i think they might like to watch yeah plus they may not be in this group forever and at that point they might seek their own stuff that's a good point too yeah yeah okay yeah, I really thought, I, yeah, because I honestly, I ran the numbers and I really think that, yeah, you can literally subscribe to Crunchyroll for a year for, I think, pretty, for about the same price as I paid for a DVD back in like 2000. And probably not a, a Genion DVD either, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh God, man, those ones are the worst. Yeah, and like the 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 uh, Shonen Jump, that one is just ridiculous. It's like right? twelve bucks a year. Yeah, you're like you literally like I'm like oh I read all of Chainsaw Man for the price of one of one of volume buying volume one in paperback. It's insane. I I, I can't. I <laughs> yeah. still think they're stupid for doing it, but it's like it's such a good deal. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, okay, I can't, I can't afford to not have, it's literally like, if I read like, it's, yeah, so it's like, if I literally read like one volume on there a year, it's paid for itself. Yeah. yeah. So um, okay. Um, I have, I have one other, a complete side question, and everyone can defer if we don't know the answer. How do Japanese people in the Japanese market, how are they watching stuff today? I actually mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, all right. Well, I'll, we'll table that and a topic and for another out. episode, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just I was thinking about them, like how do they watch stuff these days? Like, so we'll 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 table that one. I'm I'm very curious to see if we can figure out what the actual answer is. Yeah. So uh, after that fun aside, we'll kind of hop into the the main topic of today, which is the. Uh, the summer season, uh, everyone kind of submitted what stuff they've been watching. So uh, I figure I'll kind of start off with some of the shows that looks like more people are watching others. And I'll start off with one that I'll just say we're not going to discuss it, which is Made in Abyss season two slash three. Not talking about that today. OK, there we go. Solve that problem. Yeah, we're we're um, all going to watch it. We're all going to enjoy it. So let's save it for another episode. Yeah. Uh, well, you're not going to enjoy the watching process because <laughs> um, my, no, well, well, yeah, no, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, well, no, just literally, literally the high dive app. It oh. Is, oh, 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 that's, okay. that's yeah. all I mean. That's all yes. I mean by the watching process is literally attempting to watch the show. Uh, it's, that was me fair. tonight. I tried to watch something I could not. Yeah. It's so, I don't understand how it's so bad. Like they've got favorites and cues. Neither of them work or do anything. Continue doesn't work or save anything ever. Like, yeah. we always just like pick the for, episode directly from the menu. Yeah, yeah. yeah I have to. Yeah, let's. I've, yeah, I've done the same thing. I literally go in there. I'm like, okay, and it doesn't remember which one I've even watched. So I have to remember myself. So I can't watch too many shows on there because otherwise I can't keep track of which episode I'm on. And for me, at least, it always wants me to watch it with Portuguese subs. So that's great. <laughs> do Do you have auto auto select Portuguese subs? No, mine at least gets the right subs <laughs> no for me the only way for to watch anything is relatively easily has been through the app on my tablet unfortunately because i try to uh the main way i try to do things usually is stream from my cast from my phone to my my tv on the chromecast and for yeah. some reason the high dive app breaks every single time and <laughs> i gets about eight seconds of audio and then it goes mute so literally it's it's not functional so i just have to Are watch you- it on my tablet are you um are you Android phone or or iPhone? I'm a, I'm Android. Okay, I was curious. Um because I've been I think I've done casting from my like iPad and I think my actually no, I haven't done it from my iPhone, but I done it from my iPad and I think that's kind of been okay. But like when I'm trying to watch it on my my TV it has Google Chromecast stuff built into the TV and it's it's so bad. Oh man. Okay. <sighs> I dive. Come on guys. Uh yes. Just yeah, seriously. Talking about people not making much money. If if they made more money, they'd probably invest more in that app. <laughs> Maybe. My God. Yeah. Seriously. 
Um, so the I think the show that it seems like pretty much everyone's been watching a part of is uh, I don't know if it's the official name, but Lico Rico or Licorice uh, Recoil, Licorice Recoil or Licorice Recoil, however you want to say. So uh, I'll I'll toss this one. I think I'll toss this one out to Mike for first opinion of uh, Lico Rico. I'm liking it so far. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's the weightiest show ever, at least so far, but it's a good, solid action series, fairly nicely animated, enjoyable characters, uh, kind of a terrible... I don't know, I keep trying to decide how much of a dystopia I think this world is. I mean, it's, like, kept squeaky clean for people with a lot of censorship and assassination, which is hardly (laughs) what I'd consider morally commendable. Assassination by kidnapped child soldiers. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Okay, yeah, you're right. Dystopia all the way. But yet they make it feel so normal in the show that... Yeah. Orphan child soldiers, right? Not necessarily kidnapped. I think it's been confirmed they're they're orphans. Oh. Yeah, they do say that. Well, who knows? Who knows why they got orphaned? Maybe they all got orphaned from having their parents all be murdered. Plausible. (laughs) Could be. Yeah, it's kind of reminding me of like, the Kerberos, you know, Jinro world, except with cute girls instead of people in protect armor with glowing red eyes. Wow, I was not expecting that. <laughs> There's the I kind of has not a, point. a connection I had made, but interesting. All right, I'm I'm, I'm down with any uh, any any Jinro connection. I'll I'll take that one. All right, I'll go to uh, Sam next. What are your What are your Lico Rico thoughts? Or yeah, is that I, one you I mean, didn't? No, you yeah. But yeah, I, I I love it. Just like Mike says, it's it's a lot of fun and it's animated so well. You know, it, if a show is bad and the animation's really good, like I can I can push through it. But like everything about it is really good. The characters are a lot of fun. The episodes are enjoyable. Like it's not terribly deep. Um, but there is stuff to think about, you know, like the mics weighing whether or not it's really a dystopia uh, or, you know, what kind of society have they built? Like uh, what's going on with the characters? And I don't know, it's kind of fun to uh, think about how everybody got here. I I also appreciate that uh, not all of the licorice girls are cute. Um, I mean, they're in their own way, they are, right? But, like, when they go to do their, like, little... Or when... Uh, shoot, what's her Training. name? Chisato. The... Goes, yeah, she goes to get her... Re-up her license. Yeah. Uh, and you see some of the other girls there, and they're, you know, they're not as cute as the main characters. I think they're just trying to hit the waifu spectrum, let's be real. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) sure, uh, yeah, fair, but I think they they do make an effort to not make some of them look um, like perfect, beautiful girls or whatever. I I, I get what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know, anyway, either way, it's really good. Um, I I feel very much like the, and it could literally be the right person, I feel like the character designs look so much like K-On. You, okay, so I was literally going to say my my two-word description, or my three-word description for Liko Rico was going to be K-On cross Gunslinger Girl, because you you take the premise of Gunslinger Girl and you stick in K-On characters, and this is kind of what you get. And this is not slamming either of those properties. I enjoy it. Um, It's not, like you said, it's not deep. Uh, animation's clean enough, character designs are clean enough, um, 
really, really likable main character. I didn't not usually that type of character is not my thing, but something about how they execute her makes her super enjoyable for me. Uh, only thing I really don't like, given the setting, is the whole using non-lethal rounds, and that even that's kind of suspect because I mean it's not much of a spoiler. It's F one, but like there's a part where you finally see her in action. And you, you, she shoot, she's shooting her, her whatever, her, her beanbag bullet gun. She literally shoots through a car door to incapacitate a person. If the thing could go through a car door, it would kill the person on the other side. But miraculously, they, they're okay. So I have my, my nitpicks, but not. I'm willing to suspend disbelief to just allow the plot to do what it wants to do. I'm pretty sure a ribcage is tougher than a car door. I'm pretty sure I've seen that somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It's on Mythbusters. They did a thing on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did a thing on that. It's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm kind of the same. I guess my, uh, I have one of my coworkers and she's watching it too. She's like, you know what? She's like, probably give it like a seven and I, I kind of hope they stick the landing. Um, and for me, that's kind of my fear with any A1 Pictures show is like, oh God, is this going to actually, are you going to actually be able to keep it together for 12 or 13 ups? Or is this going to like fall apart any, any day in the last couple episodes, you're going to be like, oh God, why, why did you make this show? Um, yeah. but so far, no indications yeah. of that. No, but yeah, I agree. It's like, it's a fun, it's definitely one of the more kind of just fun, fun shows. I think my favorite animation sequence in the thing in the opening is when they, uh, kick each other's yes. butts. Oh it's yeah. Like, <laughs> It's that, done so. Uh, it's, it's really so well clean. done there. It, it, that You're part like, definitely okay, reminds yeah. me of Kaon, and like the opening sequence is very clean. Yeah. Um, I was actually surprised too. I kind of I like that they made the uh, the I'll call her the dairy to the the Tamaki the uh, the hard the the one who gets kicked out of her job in the first yeah, episode. Takina. Talking to Sarah. Yeah, talking. Like I I like that they actually kind of like made her kind of like changed and they didn't made it make it so much like uh 48 hours you know with you know no crazy or is that 48 hours or no lethal weapon sorry they didn't make it so lethal weapon with crazy crazy ass mel gibson and uh and then danny glover too old for this like <laughs> they didn't take him to such to such extremes they actually kind of made talking up again i'll be like you know what like this actually isn't that bad and i thought that was kind of a nice uh that was actually honestly probably like the most unexpected thing in it is that they didn't have her just lean so hard into being like a super hard cop yeah she she grows and you you see that pretty yeah. quickly i like that and it's not rapid either you know it's like still gradual but you see her change which is nice yeah okay so overall it's a it's a fun show i think okay all right um next one i'll go to just out of random Random order here. This one I have not watched because I did not watch the first season, but it looks like a lot of folks watched the uh, Devil or been watching the Devil's a part-timer season two. Um, I think, yeah, some folks are watching that one. So I'll go with mm -hmm. uh, Sam. Go go ahead and take first first crack at that one. Uh, definitely, if you haven't watched the first season, do not watch this. Um, and even if you have watched the first season, you can probably skip this. Um, it's not great the animation's not great the story is not great i guess i don't know if you like crying babies then you'll love this show <laughs> yeah, i'm 
getting more okay with the story later on, but definitely the crying baby part takes some putting up with. Like a literal baby? Yes, an actual oh, crying okay. baby. An actual crying baby. Yeah, I, I only watched Ep 1, and I was... I, I, you know, it's been a long time. It's been, what, near near eight years since yeah. season one? Which is and like, why? I, I remember liking S1 a lot and being like pretty excited. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. cool. This was really enjoyable. And this was, you know, it's like, the, it's the reverse isekai. So it broke the trend. It was really the first to do it. I think still really the only one that's done it. But Ep1 totally left me flat. Like, I was like, wow, really? This is how it restarts? So I was very not motivated to continue. I may get through it if the rest of the season's offerings don't pan up. But honestly, summer so far has been dynamite for me. So I doubt <laughs> yeah. I'll get to it. Hmm. All right. I will say oh, another reverse it's... isekai though is uh, <laughs> Jahi Sama, so which is kind of the same thing, but that was a couple seasons ago. If you like that formula, what what was the name? Jahi. I can't remember the full name, but um, Jahi Sama. I think it's like will not be cannot be disobeyed or something like that. It's the uh, okay demon queen or the no the the demon king's right hand. Um, they like get transported to earth and then she's got her own underlings and she has a form of a child and a form of adult. And anyway, I don't want to spend too much time reviewing it, but anyway, okay. check it out if you're interested in that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. Uh, next one that I think more than one person had watched, I tried to assemble this before, but probably didn't do the best job. Uh, the Yakuza Yakuza's guide to babysitting. I think I'm the only one who's watched more than one app of it, at least at the time. Oh, okay, yeah, I think... Well, well, you can still go with it anyways. Mike, what's what's your opinion on Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting? Uh, I'm enjoying the story, but the animation is pretty crap, not gonna lie. Um, Not sure if the animation got a little better after the first step, because the first step I really noticed it, or if it's just my getting used to it, but it ain't great. I'd say it's pretty skippable, particularly, I'd guess, if you've actually read the manga, which I'd assume is the mm. better way to consume the story. That's what it feels like, unless you're getting some great something really cool with the anime version, go with the manga if it's available. What you can do, what what I recommend is you can watch the first episode and then stop, because <laughs> I watched the first epi- episode <laughs> and I was like, well, they had the conflict and the resolution all in the first episode. I don't feel like I need to watch anymore. I'm done. <laughs> like it was really weird. That's that's odd. Yeah. Interesting. I watched like the opening and I wasn't like super sucked into it and I was like, eh. Um I'm honestly watching it somewhat out of sheer bloody mindedness to see what, if anything, Gaina is doing. Oh. And wasn't expecting good things, but and didn't you know, they more or less delivered on the my low expectations, but... What's Gaina? Uh, it used to be Fukushima Gainax, and it's kind of the only oh. still ongoing formerly Gainax company that's making much. Huh. Okay. But, you know, it's obviously all of the real Gainax talent moved elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trigger. Trigger. Trigger, Kara... Yeah, pretty much those two yeah, are yeah. like the vast majority of the top tier talent one. Okay. As long as we're, I since I gave a another recommendation of a similar show that's probably better than this one is, um, if you want to watch a show, 
Yes, exactly. If you want to watch a show about a Yakuza raising a child, watch Hina Matsuri. That's, that's so the vibe I got from it, but it looked worse, so I did, that's why I didn't even bother. I saw the trailer, and I was like, mm, this looks like a worse Hina Matsuri. I think I'll pass. Yeah, if you've seen Hina Matsuri, you've seen the pinnacle, so you don't need to watch this other one. All right. And I, I definitely had fun watching uh, Goku Shufukudo. I probably got that name all Oh, wrong. Way of the House Husband? Yeah, Way of yeah, House that Husband. That one's awesome. That, that show. That oh, show's yeah, amazing. that one was fun. I haven't watched the live action yet, but uh, the uh, the anime is super fun. Um, all right, uh, let's see here. Which one am I going with this? Well, I'm gonna go on the line next. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Call of the Night, and I'm taking this first. Uh, this this was my going into the summer my my hot take for what I thought was gonna be the best show, and I think it's really cool. And this I thought it was way cool that was before i realized that uh, michiko yokote was the writer for it who's my favorite anime writer like pretty much ever um it's some of the earlier episodes i think are kind of like they're a little slow but i think they're kind of interesting and then like ep- six like eps uh yeah like ep five and six they were really they're really cool and it's like beginning to be this like very interesting show um the i think the uh, the animation is really really nicely done and i love like just the background work in it i think is just like exceptionally cool and it creates such different moods and it shifts like mm-hmm. if you watch like the different colors totally or depending on like what person is like the focus of the scene and stuff so like the whole vibe of the thing shifts throughout um so i think it's i think it's a super I think it's a super cool show that I had high expectations for, and I don't feel, uh, I don't feel let down. So I think that's, I think that's pretty good. I'll, I'll let any of else be let down by it. Go with uh, who else has watched this? Uh, well, look at the list here. Uh, I think uh, we all go have. with uh, Nick. Yeah, Nick. Nick, take your. Yeah, uh, I'm right there with you. I had very high expectations for this show. However, what I got was not what I expected, but not in a bad way is what I'll say. Um, First and foremost, I mean, there's a lot of really, really great openings in this season, but Call of the Night might be my favorite opening and ending of the season right now. It is so cool. I mean, Creepy creepy Nuts are freaking amazing, and the animations are top-notch. Like, I'm hard-pressed to say anything is definitively better. Uh, There's a few others I like a lot. I think Isekai Oji-san's opening is really, really great. Um, oh, but yeah. any, that... <laughs> but uh, going back, yeah. Call of the Night. Um, honestly, I'm only going to say this because you three probably are the only people, other people I can even think of that would know what, what I'm talking about. After watching three episodes, I wasn't sure why I enjoyed it because very little happens in the show, right? <laughs> like incredibly yes. little. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah. very, very slow, believable character development, very clumsy, you know, understanding and very flawed characters and then i was thinking why does this you know why does this feel familiar and why do i like it so much and i I realized it i could totally be alone on this but to me it feels a lot like nia under seven a lot like it to me personally because you have kind, kind of wacky characters that don't really seem to work well together but somehow anytime they're together it just seems to work out and you have one complete outlier in both, you know, in in Nia and in, in Call of the Night, you have um 
Oh god. Uh Nanaxa. Na- yeah. Her wacky name. <laughs> um and they kind of are dragging everybody else around, you know, at their whims into weird situations, but uh, like Dylan said, the backgrounds are stellar. The art direction for the show is, you know, mm-hmm. you know, S S plus plus, you know, ten out of ten. Amazing art direction. Animation's real clean. When a show can do very little in plot and still keep me entertained, that's how I know something is going right. So yeah, I would say one of my front runners um, this season for show of the season. Hard to say definitively show of the season only because Abyss Two exists, but. <laughs> um, Really, really awesome show. Highly recommend it. It's not for everybody, probably. I think the slowness no. of it can turn people off. But if you can tolerate it and kind of, you know, be okay with watching, you know, very slow but kind of organic character development, then then I highly recommend. And at the yeah. bare minimum, watch the openings and endings and just rock out. Yeah, I will say, be, be upfront about what you're getting into if you don't have any idea. Is it's a bit, it's pretty erotic. So. Oh yeah, Not I did. I did bypass that. Yeah, but uh, it, it is there, and I don't know. To be honest, it's part of what's interesting about it. It's the, like this kid trying to figure it out. I like. I don't. I don't entirely. Well, I don't know. At first, I didn't entirely buy the premise of you know the kid doesn't understand what love is and his goal is to fall in love, right? But like, and it's like I kind of get it with the whole thing, you know. Asuna's like, oh yeah, no, that's what you're feeling isn't love. What you're feeling is lust, right? It's different. And he's like, oh, okay. I guess I have to work harder at this and figure this out. So it, it's really interesting. The characters are nuanced um, and very human. Definitely. It, it's just so much fun to watch these characters try and well, just watch them interact um, with each other. The one thing I was thinking when I was watching this show is um, it reminded me a lot of being in college. And my favorite time in college um, was staying uh, in town over the holidays and then just being out at night when like the whole town is empty. And this show gives me those like same vibes, which is like, yeah, it just feels really cool. I feel like they nailed that. And you see the same drunk people at the same corner <laughs> yeah. every yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other reason why I got the Neo Under 7 vibe, because there's always those, like, three... Uh, uh, it's been a minute since I watched it, but I want to say there are characters like that in Neo as well that were just kind of centered, like, set pieces mm-hmm. in every episode, so... Yeah, yeah. strange, hard show to describe, but really yes. engaging if you can get into it. And I, yeah. I mean, I think that that's one of those things you're like, oh, yeah, that's because it's got good... It's because it's got good good writing. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, it's weird, but it's a hard thing. Cause it's like, yeah, you're like, this. the main character, he's like a 14-year-old who has dropped out of school and society just because he just decided he was just done with it. And then they put in this weird, tw- the weird vampire twist of the way you become a vampire isn't from like them sucking your blood and it's easy. It's like, no, you have to fall in love with the vampire when they suck you. And then all of a sudden you're just like, Oh, I guess I love him. Now I'm a vampire, which is such a weird thing to become a vampire because vampires are supposed to be like, like soulless creatures of the night, just walking ids that suck the blood and the life out of you for anything. And so it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, 
that's actually why I love that, so where cool. it's like, it, he has the, I always hate it when characters in like media are like, oh no, I don't want to be a vampire. Oh no. But it's like, I don't know. Sounds pretty cool to me. And especially if you're a 14 year old boy, sounds pretty yeah. dang cool. So yeah. And you're like, you got, you got your, your sexy Onesan who's paying attention to you out at the middle of the night when you're prowling around, you're like, this seems way better than my crappy life. Yeah. Um, Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad. Well, I'm glad I'm not alone there. And yeah, the opening and endings are the the music is uh, super cool. The opening animation is so like you're like, oh my god, you guys put in so much work to do this. Holy crap! Uh, also, I think we speculated about this um, before on Discord, but uh, I haven't been able to confirm it. But I'm about ninety percent sure that, um, like it's it's absolutely not a coincidence that the the album the creepy nuts album uh is the same name as the series um because the mangaka asked for permission to use it when he created the manga because he really liked them really yeah wow that's awesome they probably had that song picked from the beginning it's interesting too like if you listen like i've listened to yofikashi no ta like that song like a thousand times now and i'm super obsessed with it um but like if you listen to like the lyrics and like translating stuff, like it is so much like, oh, this is totally what this show is. It's like, oh, this is like an adult's lullaby and like everything's terrible, but you're kind of out at night and it's like all cool and like it's it's really interesting. Like the uh-huh. Yeah. So if you uh yeah, if, I think if you watch the um I think there is a decent translation. I think if you put on the YouTube video of the original Creepy Nuts with their music video, is super cool. But um, it has like translation. There, so I think it also particularly helps because they're they're moving. Their 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 lyrics are too fast for my brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, there's. I think there's just a lot of like really like like interesting thematic stuff there. You're like, huh? It's not like it's exactly this, but mm-hmm. it's very much related. You're like, huh? So that's that's pretty cool that it's like this. Like the manga ka was inspired by this album and then took and went in his own way and wrote that into a thing. And then they're making it into an anime. And it's like, well, if you don't have them, we're not making the series probably. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> revolt. Yeah. I mean, has there ever been another situation like this where, you know, I'm sure there has been, but like the fact that the artist then be like, hell yeah, we're in on this too. And they, went ahead and gave the okay to use the song for the and then even you know are doing the opening as well so that's i, I can't think of an instance of that ever happening yeah like the, the only other one that i can think that's anything close is with berserk and susumu hirasawa because yeah. like forces which is like you know like the main kind of inter song in the middle of it like that had feed wrote that song and like i don't know like forever ago he wrote that song like in 1990 or something like that when berserk was just a wee ba- a wee a wee lass um Utena. that's what about also that? a similar situation like the songs were not necessarily made for utena oh so they so uh ikuhara whoever like heard the songs and then like kind of based some of the show around that or was inspired by it i think so or huh. by some of their previous work which was similar i'm trying to remember it's been a long yeah. long time since i read the liner notes about that but yeah huh hmm. that's interesting i believe that it. it's he's he's a weird dude gets like 
deeply inspired by those sorts of things. I could, I could see that. Mm -hmm. But here we're on a whole new level. Uh, Let's see here. There's a bunch of others. I'm going to, I'm just going to kind of jump around to some other ones. Now I was kind of curious about the Uray Deco. Uh, I think uh, Mike, I think you I'm watched... the only one watching it. I watched like the first episode. I was curious what your what your thoughts on that one were, Mike. Um, I'm kind of enjoying seeing the science Saru take on an AR like utopia dystopia setting. I'm so far it's not like Deno Coil heavy, but it's getting there. Maybe it's hard for me to tell. Interesting animation, animation style and stuff, and it very unique. Yeah, I was curious to see what a science Saru show without Masaki Yuasa, and from a first-time director, actually, would be like, and so far it's been pretty good. I mean, it doesn't feel quite as inspired as some of Yuasa's stuff, but it's, I'd say, in line with some of the happier end of science Saru's output, you know, the more family-friendly, less out-there-and-weird stuff. Like Azoken. That show's cool. Yeah. Like, I was thinking, like, you know, having just recently rewatched Ride Your Wave or Lou Over the Wall, it kind of feels along the lines of those, you know, maybe aimed a little bit at a younger audience, but at the same time, it's still an AR cyberpunk story that I'm kind of enjoying because I'm a sucker for the genre. And the animation's pretty solid. It's weird, but it's not bad, so it's... Probably of the four shows I'm watching, it's a solid number two after Lico Rico. Okay, that's cool. I might keep go. I, I I forget about that one, and then I got to remember to watch. Yeah, more. I forgot that was a science star. I'll have to check that out. All right, Nick. I'll let you. I'll let you talk. You say Kaioji san. Oh man, I mean, I can't take credit for the, this phrase, but uh, my 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 best buddy, who is also a massive otaku, coined it, but. Uh, Koyas Takahito is a national treasure. <laughs> he <laughs> absolutely crushed this role. But going into what the show actually is, it's it's hard to call it an isekai. It's almost like it's a post-isekai because it basically is about a gentleman who was isekai'd into your pretty bog-standard you know, fantasy RPG-like uh, world and the show opens. He's the worst at it. He's yeah, the worst. and and then and then he comes and the show opens with him coming back. Like what, seventeen years later or something? Yeah, um, because he did it. I think he left back in the in the mid nineties, and he now he's back in two thousand seventeen. I believe is what they Sega. Uh, yeah, they, the they, Sega. They, they, yeah, what happened what's... to the Sega Saturn? And then his nephew. You what, know, what's, so... what Sega console? What's the new Sega console? Like, like, How was Guardian Heroes not the best game of Sega Saturn number two hundred or whatever? So just. I relate. I think it's because it's so enjoyable because he is our age demographic, and all of us relate to him so hard with mm-hmm. <laughs> with how everything is. Like he's, you know, um, he, he's not a bad guy, but he's definitely incredibly awkward, and it hasn't what hasn't helped that he basically has been spent all of his adult life in a fantasy world, kind of as far as you can tell, bumbling his way into a lot of power and basically solving all of these you know, standard isekai kind of story elements in very non-standard ways. 
and frustrating the hell out of his nephew by regaling him of these tales because every time he seems to be getting so close to getting that air quotes good ending in the dating sim but then he does something to completely you know turn it sideways so i don't want to get super spoilery because everybody should watch this show it's 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 so entertaining it's cringy it's It's super cringy it's super relatably cringy and like i said it's a tough call uh, this its opening is freaking amazing. Uh, oh, again, masterpiece for sure. Masterpiece of an opening. Uh, super relatable to anybody in their thirties and older for sure. Uh, a lot of um, callbacks to to nineties era, you know, gaming, which is, you know, in in my opinion, some of the best best out there. But uh, yeah, animated a little bit interestingly. It uses this weird kind of shader, like manga shader style to to Mm -hmm. relay. And I would say, I wouldn't say it's animated particularly well. No. But (laughs) its art direction is good. Its pacing is definitely kind of intentionally slow and then ramps up really quickly at parts. So they do some really interesting story pacing stuff with it. Um. It's lit- literally I cannot fathom another voice actor doing the Oji-san's voice than than Koyas. It literally cannot be another person. Uh, it has to be Koyas. Yeah, um, he's perfect. And and yeah. also from like because he was like near the end of that time, right? He was like the big voice actor too, right? So it, it almost fits thematically. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, coming in, back in yeah. in the circa late nineties to early two thousands, he was literally the man. I mean, he was. Every, I mean, he's still in. He still hits a few major roles, but he's definitely yeah. past his prime. But the guy is a legend, right? I mean, he mm-hmm. is. You cannot have. You cannot have watched anime across the last two decades without encountering him in several roles. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. I mean, what? It doesn't matter if you're not an isekai. It really isn't about the isekai theme. It's kind of using isekai as like a. Uh, a backdrop for hilarious situations so i recommend yeah. anybody watch it um i kind of get like genshiken vibes from it part of it and the and like mm, the cringiness yeah. and like the yeah yeah, yeah. and how yeah. how hardcore he is about certain things like sega and <laughs> sega saturn and doing like let's plays on a sega saturn <laughs> yes um <laughs> um but yeah high recommendation yeah. uh another show that I had i had again that's why this it's tough for me to pick an absolute winner this season this one's way up there for me super super entertaining um easy recommend and i'm i'm watching it right along with uh abyss season two and uh uh call of the night as well like it's 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 up there it's a, it's a front runner right for sure so uh sam what's what's you because uh, you read I don't know all the manga or some of the manga. No, What's no. your I, feeling I read, on like the first free chapter that they had online? Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. I thought, um, yeah, I, I was in, in watching that. I was reminded of the line from uh, Mallrats of uh, Hell hath no scorn uh, like a woman for Sega. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's this. He's, love... he's a total. He's, he's a total Sega boy, just just like Sega boy is in, in on Mallrats. <laughs> In like the first episode, right? His nephew tells him that like Sega doesn't make hardware anymore, and he does the like memory erase spell. Oh so he yeah, can forget that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the way his uh, the like Tsukomi they've got between the like the his nephew is like the straight man. Um, oh yeah, his his stuff is is pretty great too. Yeah, um, I think the, honestly the most surprising thing for me with that show is that they've only had the four episodes out. 
because they had like they've already taken like a three episode break or whatever. Oh yeah. I'm like, what's going on? But whatever. That's I play fine. Mulan. Uh, could be, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It was weird. There's like, yeah. Um. So yeah, that show is ridiculous. Um. There's one I think I was the only one watched uh some of which is the the Isekai Pharmacy. Um which is it's actually it's it's a very different show than I was thinking. It's actually not like a super creeper show. It's the premise is that there's a guy who's a pharmacist who's just like stuck in his lab all the day and he gets Isekai into the body of a I'll call him a 10-year-old in a world where like he's basically like the f- pharmacology god and his name is literally pharma um <laughs> big pharma <laughs> he's little pharma his his, his pharma, dad's yeah. big his dad's <laughs> dad. big pharma no 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 that's his my dad, dad. Is, yeah that's my dad my dad's big pharma um but it's kind of interesting cuz it actually kind of goes into like a bunch of like I don't know, medical and like him trying to like create all of these elements to make things and like figure out how to do stuff. So it's, it's nothing that's great, but like, it's definitely, I was expecting to get like three minutes in and be like the Isekai Archie RPG show from the spring and be like, and I now need to go like wash out my eyes. (laughs) Um, and it's not that, which I was like, okay, all right. So that one's actually like, it's okay. But it's nothing I would say you have to watch. I I watched the first episode, and I might yet watch more because it wasn't offensive. Um, what I watched yeah. was kind of just okay. Um, but I think the biggest thing turn off for me was I kind of hoped it was more like when I saw it was about magic and not so much the like. I mean, I know he definitely leverages his knowledge of all this stuff, but like the fact that it's more about magic kind of was a turn off for me. I was kind of hoping it was like a dude running a pharmacy in another world kind of thing like but, pharmacy yeah. dr stone or something yeah exactly yeah 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 which i haven't seen but I, I think it's something along those lines um <laughs> yeah uh one i actually i think i'm the only one who's who's seen it and i actually will super recommend it is uh doomsday with my dog it's oh. a bunch of two minute shorts it's up on high dive it is hilarious like everything just lasts as long as it needs to and then it stops like it's it's super just like drawn like manga style where all the interactions is literally like it's this high school age girl who is walking around with her shibu inu dog, inu dog and they're talking to each other and there's been some sort of apocalypse and they're like the only people that are alive and they never explain it because they don't need to um and it's it's super entertaining and particularly like it's it they the jokes land and each episode is two minutes long and you're like, man, that was great. Um, so that one's surprising. Uh, that's, I think that's probably my surprise show that I was very happy with. And I'm like, Ooh, I want to watch more of that. Unfortunately it's on high dive. So figuring out what episode you're on, good luck. <laughs> I think that good, the cool thing about these, um, short anime is that you, you don't have to like stretch a concept, right? You can be like, I have about two or five minutes worth of material, and uh, there you go. I'm not going to, like, wring every last drop out of my one idea I had. Yeah, it just, it, yeah, exactly. It gets right. And, like, each of those two-minute episodes is, like, three different little, like, segments. So you're just, like, 45 seconds. Go, go, go. Okay, cool. Done. All right. 
Um, so I, I would totally recommend that one if someone wants to watch something good. Um, when I was, uh, so I'll let, I'll let someone else take a take a hit on uh, Tepen. Oh, I think I'll take this one. <laughs> um, I so you know, like I like for the spring season, I always try. I always try to make an effort to pick something that just simply based off the key art, I normally would never ever touch and Teppen fit the bill pretty well i saw the key art of whatever like 20 20 000, you know <laughs> freaking <laughs> freaking you know schoolgirls. i'm like this is definitely not. and then i assumed given the title that it would be about like some some idol mats master nonsense and it isn't and it isn't because basically it's about uh trios of girls trying to get into uh, manzai comedy which as soon as i realized that was the hook i <laughs> i was like all right i'm all in let's go and it's basically like an anime sketch comedy show um based on what i've seen anyway i haven't watched i've only watched the first episode but <laughs> there's basically there's basically a bunch of different groups of girls who are all are very themed you know you have the standard you know like kansai manzai comedy trio and then you have like ones from like nagoya that are all about their like nato and kind of country bumpkinish and you have like the wealthy ones and you have the ones that are into aliens that do the whole ventura ventura space people thing from <sighs> yes <laughs> from right <laughs> Uh, one of them's uh, a real alien. Yeah, one of them actually is an alien, and the whole entire time there's a single running gag that's going, and they they close the hook at the end, and yeah, it's it's like a sketch comedy show, and it's super entertaining, actually. Huge surprise! This show might be the biggest surprise of the season for me. Did not expect what I got, and I am all the better for it. Um, super super unique uh, premise, like mm-hmm. you know, trying to get into manzai comedy, like what the hell? So. Yeah, uh, I only watched one up, but I'm definitely gonna gonna watch more. Uh, we'll see if it loses its luster once it kind of you know starts recycling gags. If it does, but honestly, uh, for now, just based on premise alone, I'm I'm all about it. My my fear with that show is that like the first episode was kind of it was fun, but like I don't know, I didn't really laugh much. Um, Wait, you didn't laugh at what they ended up doing to the statue? No, like, I mean, yeah, like, I did. I chuckled, like, but right, like, but... Where, like where the gooseneck was. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, that was okay, but that was kind of a that was a that was cheap, low, ha- uh, low hanging fruit. Yeah, exactly, real low. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I feel like I my worry is like right. They spent the first episode on that one group of the the Kansai girls, and then they'll like rotate through the groups for each episode. They'll have their own skit, and then like I don't know. I, I guess it just depends. I'll I'll watch more. Uh, the opening is is really cool. I guess that's the one thing I would add. Yeah, it's again b- banger opening, and yeah, another another front runner. Real real tough season to call like best opening. Honestly, right now there there's a lot of really strong ones. Oh yeah, call the night that does it for me pretty easily. I I, think, I mean yeah, I I still agree, but I feel like beyond before that. Uh, after that, I should say it's a it's neck and neck for like second for sure for sure yeah actually the the tap seeing the the reason I watched Teppen was because of the YouTube wanted me to watch the opening video because it kept showing up on my front page and I was like all right I'll watch it and I was like oh this is cool so I checked out the first episode which actually got me thinking like it's really interesting how today more than ever anime openings are marketing for the show like. Which to me also leaves 
less excuse for people to have bad openings for their shows? Like, I feel like they should be putting yeah. more effort into openings. I totally agree. I mean, openings and endings to me are are the are the hook, right? That's how you get 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 you people like into the show. So yeah, well, and now you should... you, they're shared, right? Like exactly, and it's short enough that people are usually willing to watch them too. A minute and a half long promo video that you didn't have to make a different promo video for. The only reason why I generally avoid watching YouTube suggested openings is because as soon as I do, the algorithm's like, oh, oh yeah. do you don't want to watch these 75 million <laughs> top 100 anime openings of all time video? I'm like, no. I don't want to see somebody else's terribly wrong opinion about what a good anime opening is because inevitably it's going to be like the first eight Naruto ops and like the first, <laughs> you know, six Bleach ops. And I'm like, no. Those that's you. You have no concept of what a good anime opening is. I'm sorry, not to say that those shows don't have good openings, but yeah, most yeah, of them are you. not that great. I I too live in fear of ruining my suggestions. Get, getting in there, I will say I I do quite love the first the first opening to Naruto Shippuden. I think that one is yes, that one is that, that one is great. Super, that one's but pretty cool. I I have there's, there's ve- so I, many. I have very particular, especially when this <laughs> air quotes top 100 of all time list has nothing from before 1998. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a massive uh flaw. That tells me that that's a zoomer, you know, zoomer's perspective and not somebody who's actually watched stuff in the last 30 years. It's it's not that Naruto doesn't have good openings. It's just that um, right. it's expand your palette ones. some here. Yeah. Go go watch go watch the opening to Bakuretsu Hunters and then get back to me. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah. For real. All right. Let's hear. We're we're running out of time and we haven't gotten to everything. So we might come back or we might not. Who knows? I don't know what we're doing in the future. But uh, so I'll give everyone a a chance to give a last kind of spiel for or against something they want. And uh, I will go with uh, I'll go with Mike first. Yeah, I well, easy top two that I'm watching so far, Likareko and Yure Deco. Yeah, I'd say Devil is a Part-Timer and Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting can probably be skipped, though I'm still watching them. I will absolutely have to pick up Call of the Night and Isekai Oji-san based on your all's recommendation. And Isekai Oji-san's on Netflix. Good to know. Call Call of the Night's on High Dive. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. So sorry. All right, so sounds good. Uh... I will, uh, I'll go next. Uh, so yeah, definitely Call of the Night, Lika Rico's one. Another show that I was, it's a, it's a guilty pleasure. It's not the greatest show ever, but it's actually more entertaining than I thought it would be is Dark Summoner. Um, I found it to be, uh, it's good, uh, it's good dishes. It's a good dishes, dishes show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually it's it's kind of uh it's got some fun it's got some fun stuff in there. It's stupid, don't watch it, but it's also not the worst, so you can watch it. Um so I'll pass it on to Sam next. Um I don't have any other shows to recommend, but I did wanna squeeze in um I forgot that in the vein of since uh I seem to be finding a bunch of shows to recommend based on things we've talked about. Um Call of the Night gave me extreme um bakemonogatari vibes um extremely uh so if you enjoy call of the night you really should check out um bakemonogatari and if you like bakemonogatari there's a lot of it so but it, that these kind of like people sitting around having conversations about stuff is if you find that kind of stuff in these kind of like empty expanses uh lonely spaces 
think that you will also enjoy that show. Um, it has more of a plot than Call of the Night. I mean, not to say that Call of the Night doesn't have a plot, but there's more of um conflict. But but also uh, vampires as well is the thing that it revolves around. So very similar, but also very different. Definitely check it out. I think it's on Crunchyroll. Yeah, one's been around for a long time. Yeah. All right, and Nick, anything else for from you? Mm, as much as it pains me to say it, um, as as much as I really wanted to like it, it, and it ended up being tremendously mediocre, mostly due to execution, is Lucifer and Biscuit and Hammer. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Ma- manga, yeah. manga is so good, and it's made by okay. the same one of my favorite authors, same author that did uh, Hakaima Sadamitsu, Sadamitsu the Destroyer, and. Gosh, the anime looks like it could have been an- done by Gonzo back in 2002. It is animated so poorly. Uh, I'm really disappointed at how mediocrely they executed it. The not even the animation, not not only the animation, but like the pacing and everything is weird. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it did not do the manga any 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 justification or any services. I'm really disappointed that it's came out so flat. And I'm almost angry that it's not <laughs> straight up just bad. It's like just mediocre. Uh, if it was bad, at least I could just be, yeah, it's bad, leave it alone. But it's like, it could be salvaged, but it just looks so low. They put so little effort into it. It's almost like, why did you bother resurrecting a super yeah. obscure manga from 12 years ago if you, this is all you were going to do with it, uh, I feel really bad for the author. Um, it's not doing no. doing them justice. So off that, my, my the notes I wrote for that show because I did watch the first episode. I wrote flat drawings, animation. I feel like the manga is probably better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. If if the plot is enticing to you at all, go read the manga somehow. Uh, I don't think there's a legal way to get it in English. Is there? Uh, no, there is. Uh, oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you subscribe to Crunchyroll Premium. They have it all up there. Oh, oh very good. Okay. So, yeah, a good reason right. to get Crunchyroll Premium. Uh, read read Lucifer and Biscuit Hammer. Really, really Yen, awesome. Yen Press, Yen Press published the um, physical versions. So there you go. That. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, big suggestion for manga. Big, uh, hard to recommend for anime. That's that's where I'll leave it. Okay. Uh, oh, I have one more to not watch. Don't watch my ECK life. Uh, it, was, it was terrible. Just don't, don't do it. I, I described it as crappy Tensuda. <laughs> um okay so now i've got the last word of a thing to not watch uh all right so that's our mid-season summer review we might come back with more discuss more no idea what we're doing next time but for now this is amo kenzoku saying sarabam